Welcome to the Life & Law Podcast. I'm Heather Mulder, former AmLaw 100 partner turned lawyer coach who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. But I was determined not to become yet another lawyer burnout statistic. And so I redefined success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I now help purpose-driven lawyers confidently retake control of their careers and create their next level of success and impact. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hello, hello. This is Heather Mulder. Welcome to the Life in Law Podcast, and I'm super excited to have you with me here today. It has been a full year, y'all, since I started this podcast a year ago either this week or last, I may have actually lost track. I started this podcast and I think that deserves a little bit of a celebration. So please celebrate with me. And I'd actually ask one quick request of you. If you have not yet given this show a rating and a review, please do so. Uh, please go to Apple Podcasts, give me a rating, give me a review. I love to hear from you. And they tell me that it helps. These things help in getting the podcast found. So I'd so appreciate it as a celebration of this podcast being a full year old. Okay, so let's just jump right into today's topic because this is something that is actually near and dear to my heart, partly because I... (laughs) wanted to make a bigger impact, a bigger influence through my work that I do. And also because a lot of my clients want that as well. A lot of people who come to me say, you know, I want to make a bigger impact. I want to be more influential. Um, Not influential for themselves, but really so that they can have more influence and impact on others' lives and making their lives better. I have clients who want to do it through the work that they do, uh, through the industry that they're actually in, and then other clients also who want to make a bigger impact and be a bigger influence on making the lives of lawyers better within firms as well. So whatever your, you know, your reasoning is, most of us want to have more influence at work in some way, shape, or form. And there are a lot of good reasons for that, right? It's a way to add value. It's a way to feel more fulfilled. It's a way to be happier. It's also a way to make more money, right? I'm just going to get that out there. Some of this is monetarily related, and there is nothing wrong with wanting to make more money, okay? So no judgment there. I think we all would like to make more money while making more of an impact uh, within our firms, within our companies, within the industry that we're in, whatever it is. So that is what we are getting into today. If you want to make a bigger impact in some way, shape, or form, then you need to have more influence. That just goes along with it, okay? But for a lot of us, there are things that come up. We get kind of some internal objections, some doubts. They pop up and they try to get in our way. Because influence is about leadership. And let me be clear about something. 
you are not a leader just because somebody puts you into a so-called leadership position, okay? You are a leader by being a leader. There are lots of people out there in leadership positions who are horrible leaders. They're not real leaders. And we're not talking about that. What I'm talking about is how can you become a more influential leader because you are being a leader. Doesn't matter whether you have a title next to your name or not. If you start acting like one, you are going to be more influential. People are going to take notice. And then you will be able to get into those actual leadership positions. And you're going to be more poised to be a good leader. That's really what we're talking about here. We're doing this in an authentic way, in a way where you actually want to be influential, not just for you, but for a bigger purpose as well. But it can be for you too. There's nothing wrong with that. And so I I just want to make that really clear before we get into the nuts and bolts about how to become more influential. Because I think sometimes we think, oh, that's bad. I want to be more influential. Is that a bad thing? It's it's ego-related. And sure, some of it has to do with ego. But as long as you're also going at it for a deeper reason, a deeper, bigger picture purpose, then that's going to get you a lot farther. It's going to be a lot more authentic. And frankly, it's going to be more effective and more fulfilling as well. The other thing I would say is those fears, those doubts that I just mentioned a moment ago, they're less likely to stop you when you are connected to a deeper purpose, a bigger reason. There's more motivation there to be courageous, to think outside the box, to speak up, to do the things that are necessary to become more influential and to become a true leader, okay? So this is going to lead us into the number one thing that I want you to do. I've got 10 things here. And the first thing is all of these are really, really important. But this one is probably, in my mind, the most important thing. And it's the most important because it's going to kind of help set the stage as to why you want to do this and how to be very authentic and yourself, okay? So I want you to connect to your deeper why. Why is it that you want to be influential? What is the purpose, the result that you're ultimately wanting to achieve? Now, this can be a lot of things. And oftentimes, it is very values-based. So we get back to our values. We talk about this a lot here on the podcast, right? What are your values? What are important to you? Why did you choose this career in the first place? Why are you in the industry you're within? What is it that you want to lead? Why do you want to lead it? These are kind of the questions you want to start asking yourself. And you're going to get really clear around, okay, what is it that I really ultimately want to do? What kind of an impact would I like to make that is values-based? So for example, I have a client who, there's two things that she she wants to be influential for. She's worked really hard throughout her career. She's an equity partner. She's within firm leadership. We have talked about, we work on um, kind of work-life balance stuff together. And she's talked about, does she need to step back from being in a leadership position? 
And we finally came to the conclusion that the answer was no, that she could still be more balanced without completely stepping back. And we've kind of mapped out and she's been working on how to make that work. And FYI, it is working, but it's not always perfect, right? But she doesn't want to give that up. Now, some would look at her and say, oh, that's just ego talking. And it really isn't for her. So there are two reasons. Number one, the position that she's in is somewhat influential. People look to her for answers. And she is really big on trying to make the practice of law better for the younger generations. Less overwhelming, more balanced. And she feels like the position that she's in, she can have more of an influence will have more of an influence, at least within her current firm, to help make that happen. Also, the industry, she's in the healthcare industry, the industry that she's in is very important to her. And she's always wanted, she's got some ideas within the industry that could make it better. And she's wanting to start speaking up and out more in that area as well. And Being in a leadership position within her firm can help open more doors. So for her, it makes sense for her to stay in this position, not because it's just powerful, but because it makes sense and it's really connected to her bigger picture why. So connect to your deeper why and keep it front and center. So that all of your decisions are based on this. This will help you be more aligned and more authentic in everything that you do. And it's going to help you with tip number two. Deliver on your promises and what you say you stand for. Now, this seems so simple, right? Don't make promises you can't keep. Keep the promises you make. Fulfill your obligations. Stay aligned to what you say is important. Basically, act with integrity. You will never be truly influential if you do not have integrity. And so this is also super key, okay? And it is why connecting to your deeper why is so important and understanding what that is so that you can keep it front and center and it helps keep you aligned and in integrity, acting in integrity. Number three, be an example in every possible way. Not to put too much pressure on you. (laughs) What I'm really talking about here is work on your mindset, number one. So when things go wrong, Make sure that you understand the art of reframing. We've talked about reframing before, but just as a quick, you know, uh, recap, when things go wrong, there's always something that you can learn from the experience. There is a growth opportunity there. There is something to look forward to. There is some way, shape, or form that you can reframe that experience so that it's not all negative. You don't want to be a negative Nelly. You want to try to stay more positive. Doesn't mean that things go perfectly or that you always are happy. Just that you don't obsess on the negatives. You don't want to be that person who's always, you know, whose sadness from the movie Inside Out. 
who's always talking about the negative or the Eeyore, right? So you want to make sure that you're really prioritizing your mentality, your mindset, and that you also don't talk down to people or about others, you don't gossip, that you're not a person who causes problems. So in that way, you want to be an example. You don't want to be somebody who others talk about as a problem, right? The other thing I would say about being an example that I think is really important here is be an example for taking care of yourself as well, for putting your self-care front and center. And here's why. When you don't take good care of yourself and you allow yourself to go, over a period of time, you're going to become needy. It's just human to do that. And needy people are not positive. Needy people are difficult. Needy people cause problems. So you're going to want to take care of yourself as well, all right? If I haven't, hopefully by now I've already convinced you that prioritization of your own self-care is one of the most important things you can do. We've talked about this several times. If I haven't already gotten this into your brain enough, I want you to think about if you are not taking good care of yourself, you can never be fully influential, People won't look to you as a good example. Tip number four, adopt a fail-forward mentality. A fail-forward mentality. I've talked about this before as well. Basically, it's growth. Grit and growth, some people call it. I like fail-forward. Your aim should be to learn, grow, and always do and be better. You know you're never going to reach the pinnacle. There's no such thing. There's always more of it can be learned. So you're always aiming higher. And so your own personal and professional development is key. You're always wanting to do and be better and admitting that you don't know everything. And that's okay. This is hard for us lawyers. But it's really important to have this mentality if you want to be influential. What this does for you is it really helps you to become a much more confident person and courageous so that you can do what I'm going to recommend you do next. Well, not next, actually, in two more. But so that you can speak up more often, so that you can put yourself out there and be a leader confidently, but without getting too big for your own riches. Because there is a balance to that, y'all. And adopting a fail-forward growth mentality is really the way to do it because you admit to yourself, okay, I don't know everything. I'm never going to know everything and that's okay, but I'm always striving to learn more. And I know that I may not be right and somebody may tell me I'm wrong if I put a, a thought or a solution forward and that's okay because I'll learn from it. So it allows you to kind of go there and be more open and forthcoming with offering help and solutions and ideas. So that was number four. Number five, and this one is really big, really key. It's something I say, all of these are obviously a big deal. I would say follow every one of them. But this one is one that us lawyers can be really bad at. And that is to listen more than you speak. Remember, You want a fail-forward mentality. You want to always prioritize learning. 
to admit that you don't know it all. So you need to listen more than you offer up solutions even with the goal of learning from others. I think we often think that to be influential means we're always doing the talking. And that is actually not the case. Some of the most influential people I've ever known are some of the best listeners. Now, when they speak, they know what they're talking about. And part of why they know what they're talking about is because they're such good listeners. They learn from other people. They understand people. They become much more emotionally intelligent by prioritizing listening. They learn the business side of what their clients need, of what their firm and their company needs by listening, by asking some questions, and then just being quiet and listening and learning as much as they possibly can. When you prioritize listening in this way, you're going to get come up with better solutions because you're going to know and understand what other people really want and what they care about and how to best propose your solutions, how to couch things in a way where people are more accepting of them. It's not manipulative. You're learning what they want so that you can actually deliver it better. Listening is one of those things that is really hard for most people to do because we don't listen well in general. Humans don't listen well. There's something that happens as we grow up. I think that children are very good listeners because they're very curious. So they're always listening and then they ask questions and then they shush up and they listen. But something happens as we get older and we want to prove ourselves and we want to show people we have ideas and that we're independent and have our own thoughts and we want to learn from, you know, get others to tell us that we're worthy. We want to be accepted and we think that by arguing our point more and by talking more that that's going to do it. I would actually say not so much, that it's so much better to really prioritize listening than speaking. And I think us lawyers, we're worse about it <laughs> because we get really used to being the people who ha are supposed to have the answers. But sometimes you don't have the answers and you don't always need to have the answers. Start listening more. All right, let's move on to tip number six. Whenever you have an intuitive hit, curiosity hits, and or you've got a potential solution, do not hold back. Speak up. Be a solution. Offer help. Ask questions when you have them, but with the goal of learning more so that you can help solve problems. There is a fine line there. You don't want to just be a person who asks questions because then you're never going to help, right, solve problems. Always be prepared. Anticipate questions and objections when you have things that you want to put forth. Bake those into your equation, right? Be prepared. But then don't be attached to your solutions, your answers, your proposals. This part is really key, y'all. Don't get attached to your solutions, answers, and or proposals. 
What does that mean? What I mean is that you need to be open to the idea that your idea, your solutions, your proposals may not, probably won't be the answer. Sometimes they might be, but usually they won't. They're a starting point. They're a way to get started, to start brainstorming, to get the right conversation started, right? Do not be so attached. It's going to go better for you (laughs) if you're not attached. And it'll allow you to stay more open and to then collaborate with others. Be more collaborative with people. Don't think that to be influential, you need to have the perfect or right answer. It is enough to offer up feedback, help, ideas, and then brainstorm with people. You're going to be seen in a much better light. So tip number seven, don't just solve small problems. Speak up for important issues as well. I hope I don't get myself in trouble by saying this, but this is especially for you women out there. I think we women often pride ourselves on just helping to get the job done. We're there to help. We'll do anything, right? The problem with this is that it can end up with us then offering ourselves up and then being given all kinds of small tasks, insignificant tasks even, or less significant tasks. Now, I'm not saying you say no when you're asked, but you want to look for bigger things to help with and then offer up your help. Do not keep yourself in that small zone because influential people don't stay small. You've got to offer up for bigger picture issues, bigger problems, bigger solutions, not just the little things, okay? And again, I'm not saying you say no when asked because you want to be a team player. But what I am saying is don't always offer yourself up for the insignificant stuff. Occasionally, maybe, if you want to be a team player, but you don't want to get put into that category because that's not actually influential, Tip number eight, build relationships with influencers and leaders. You become who you hang out with. So make sure you're hanging out with the right people. Now, part of this is for you, right? It's to help you out. Building relationships with the leaders and influencers is good for you. It's good for your career. It's good for your long-term trajectory. But don't just do it for you only. Do it to make real connections with people with the goal of learning all you can from them and allowing them to share their lessons with you. People love to teach. People love to tell others what they've learned and how. So you're doing yourself a service and them a service. Make it a goal to build real connections with people, right? With mentors. And I'm talking, when I talk about mentors, we're talking about people within your firm or company 
um, in and outside of your office, maybe within your industry, but not within your firm or company, even outside of your industry, if it's somebody that you want to get to know and that you feel like you can learn something from, build real relationships and then be collaborative with them. This is where listening really does come in, where asking good questions is key, and then being quiet and learning from these people. Okay, on to tip number nine. Just two left. Develop expertise in something. Be someone who's a go-to for something, even if it's something small. Small doesn't necessarily mean unimportant. So think about... What are my skills? What is my knowledge? What are my strengths? And how can I combine these things into the expertise that I want and develop it? Remember, you're always looking to learn and do and be better. So do that within a niche of some sort and develop some expertise so that you can quickly become a go-to for something. That's a quick and easy way to become more influential. And by the way, it doesn't mean you have to stay, you're only going to be influential in that area. It's just a place to kind of get started. And it's not necessary, 100% FYI, that you do this. This tip and the next one aren't 100% necessary, but they are going to help you take this even further and get there faster. So develop some expertise in something. And tip number 10, and again, this isn't 100% necessary, but I think it's really something to think about. Create your own space. What do I mean by that? Create a blog, a podcast. Maybe you're creating an app. Maybe you want to start a group within your company or firm to tackle an important issue, right? I'm talking about putting time and energy into an area that's truly important to you. Maybe that's related to that area of, an ex- of expertise that you're developing or you have, or something else entirely, something that's just important to you, where you want to become more influential. Create your own space if you can. Find ways to do that. You will very quickly be somebody who others talk about, think of. You will become more influential in that way. Okay. Want to become an influencer yourself, but you're not sure you're ready? Here's the secret. Nobody, or at least very few, ever truly feel ready. (laughs) You determine when you're ready. And I promise you are ready right now now. So start taking these tips to heart and get out there and do it. It all starts with your mindset. Choosing to take it on. Choosing to be courageous. That's really what courage is, y'all. It's choosing for yourself to take that step, put yourself out there, and not worry about what others are going to think about you. Which, if you'd like to take this even further and adopt that fail-forward growth mindset? What if I told you that you could? But I have a free resource that in about 10 to 15 minutes of time, that's about how long it takes you to get through it, 
you would learn five simple mindset shifts that will help you cultivate that mentality. Would you take me up on that? If you are ready to learn how to shift your mindset using five very simple strategies that will empower you to become more influential, then be sure to download the Life and Law Roadmap. I will have a link to it in the show notes. Okay, that is it for this week. We will be talking next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life and Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a follower or subscriber, be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life and Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.